Welcome to City Speaks, Sex and Sexuality, a podcast produced by the students of City Times Media. I'm your host, Marlena Harvey, and in this episode, we are going to talk about developing hot and healthy intimacy after sexual trauma. I have my two other guests with me today, Laurel Marks and Tristan Hartley. Hi, guys. Hello. You guys tell us a little bit about this week's topic and how your last meeting went. Yeah, thank you so much for having us on again. It's great to be here, and this is such an important topic to be speaking about. So so just to rewind a little bit, um, I'm really excited because this was a great example of kind of initiative. I saw this speaker at an event, and she so impressed me that I just reached out, and I was so uh, honored to hear that she was so willing to come and speak with us at City College. So it was really nice. Um, reminder to me to just reach out even though someone might seem really cool and fancy just go out and do it um she's a licensed psychologist a certified sex therapist a certified sex addiction therapist and the founder of an organization called modern intimacy and her name is dr kate bounds and she was just a wonderful resource to bring to our group. An American person is sexually assaulted every 73 seconds. And in Canada, a woman is sexually assaulted every minute. And 54% of those victims are between 18 and 34 years of age. So quite a bit, you know, impacting our student community. Yeah. And um, American Indians are twice as likely to experience sexual assault or rape than any other race. One in six women have been victims of an attempted or completed rape. Um, and one out of 33 men have been the victim of an attempted or completed rape. And finally, 21% of transgender, gender queer, and gender non-conforming college students have been sexually assaulted. So as difficult as these things are to hear and talk about, it's really important to bring awareness. And what Dr. Kate really shared with us is that these this sexual trauma can impact an individual's identity, their neurobiology, their cognitive thinking, emotional regulation, behavior, mental health, sexuality, you know, relationships and friendships, and even even like legal and financial issues in their life. Like the word that we bring up and every time we have all spoken together is shame and just taking that word away again and just making it okay for people to reclaim their sex life. And I think yeah. that, you know, after someone's been traumatized like that, it's such a personal thing to be traumatized over that, you know, talking about it is so hard for so many people as well. And I think that, you know, finding other people that have gone through similar, if not the same things as you is vital to feeling even slightly a little bit better about it and be finding that comfort to be able to express yourself. 100%. We're all looking for connection, right? And uh, sometimes we feel so alone, especially in moments where you're so intimately violated. And, um, you know, sometimes we kind of lack the the language for aftercare of this and how do we take care of ourselves and how do we begin to love on ourselves again after this is really kind of an act of violence, sexual violence has occurred to you, right? Dr. Kate did a really good job of kind of naming um, like how trauma can show up and really sexual trauma can show up in your body and really gave ways to kind of, uh, I was impressed with the ways that she gave some tangible things for folks to start, to start doing, to try and get more comfortable with like leaning back into that hot sex, right. After a sexual trauma. And a lot of it was starting off slow. 
um, like not jumping back into anything, but just kind of giving massages to certain areas that might kind of have like had an impact on you or, you know, just starting with your own touch, starting very slow, um, allowing space for like what comes up for you. Um, and also going to a therapist to try and um, kind of work through like, hey, what did come up? Um, and I thought it was really great to just name that trauma does exist not only mentally, but physically as well. Mm-hmm. And sometimes our body manifests things. And that was one of the most powerful things um, that came about it. That's totally true. And, I, you know, there's so many different types of triggers and some are physical, some are emotional and some are from, you know, past experiences or memories that you may have and addressing the physical characteristics of trauma are so important especially you know because those feelings can come up in times or places that you might not expect and to do it with someone that you trust is also so important you know you don't want to be with someone who's not going to respect how you're feeling in that moment or not want to listen to how exactly like what you're feeling or someone that you can feel that you can be honest with if it comes down to a hard emotion, you know? So yeah, what I appreciated that Dr. Kate talked about too is, you know, every survivor is unique and everyone's experience is unique, but there are these common and what we call protective factors. So things that can help after something like that happens. And those included having supportive friends, families, and a partner um, or even a professional advocate really showing up for you. Um, also having trauma-informed professionals, so therapists and, mm-hmm. and doctors and everyone that is trauma-informed and aware of how to kind of support people in that space. Having positive self-perceptions before the trauma, so that can help. And then staying mindful in the present moment. Um, Really importantly, what I really appreciate her emphasizing was refrain, refraining from blaming the self, um, which is such a key part of it, and then adapting stress management skills. So just kind of being aware that things are going to feel different, and how do you adapt maybe some of the skills that helped you before that incident to support you after. Totally, and talking to trauma-trained individuals is also really important because I think, you know, when you're recovering from something that's trauma-based versus not trauma-based, your reactions are completely different, and people who haven't necessarily been through trauma or been trained in trauma don't realize those reactions and can't pick them out. Dr. Kate really broke down the healing journey into these three parts, like you're saying, you know, within the self. So first you know is that immediate care making sure there's safety adjusting back to daily life kind of this long-term reorganization of your relationship just with the world and everything and then with a partner also you know how do you discern what to disclose of the partner when it's safe to do that how to constantly kind of reevaluate the feelings of safety and consent in the relationship And then working with a therapist, like you mentioned, someone that is specially trained in sexual trauma. And so it's a collaborative process um, where you really feel like you have a voice. And the other thing I really appreciated that she mentioned, even though, you know, she's a therapist and of course we're all here advocating for that, is that it's not, you don't have to get there. There's ways that if we don't want to get therapy, if it doesn't feel right, there's a lot of other ways and support that you can get in the community. 
um, you know, there's support groups and things like that as well. Exactly. So maybe if you feel you don't want to talk to a professional, but you want to go to a group where there's other people your age or, you know, that have been through similar things, that way you can find somebody who's maybe not a professional, but still knows more along the lines of what you're going through and talking about. What came up for me was just an appreciation of having that solution part or that that next step, because for me, you know, I hear a lot of times what the issue is and how it's impacting us, which is important to talk about and so vital, but it's often almost like overlooked to talk about, and now what, right? There has been sexual trauma, and now what? And so I appreciated her really tangible ideas around, you know, what she called these six steps to um, hot sex after sexual trauma, and it was starting with education, then it went into permission, safety, communication, attunement, and pleasure. And she really broke down those things, which I appreciated. Yeah, I would totally agree. I think one of the great one of the great things from that kind of part of it too was the tangibleness of what can we do. One thing for me was something I actually looked into afterwards is uh, meditation for sexuality. Um, and it actually is kind of, it was really a cool idea of, um, Headspace has a whole thing, which we give for free. So just like to plug that out, if people need Headspace, like let us know, cause we have some that we can give to students. Thank you so much for being here guys. And thanks for listening to this edition of City Speaks. Thank you. Thank you.